Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to chase your joy, find alignment, and create a life and a business that you love using actionable methods, interviews, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host, your always hype woman and sometimes ass kicker, Amanda Chills, and I am so proud of you for choosing to step into your power. Come along, we've got dreams to build. Okay, my love, I have put everything that I offer for free on one page so that we are not doing more work than we have to because why would we do that? Hashtag work smarter, not harder. So livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. You are going to find everything I've created for not only leveling up in your personal life and building a life that you love, but leveling up in your business life and building a business that you love. Okay livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. Love you. Oh my God. Hello, my sweet love. Hi. Hi. Okay. Y'all, this is Kat. She is, every time I think of you, I just think you're cool as fuck. (laughs) That's what comes to mind. I'm just like, Kat is so cool and she does cool things. And when you started calling it like leather jacket leadership, I was just like, of course, because that's the coolest fucking thing that you can call it. (laughs) And I'll just let you tell people what you do and who you be. Thank you. Hi. Yes. It's so good to see you. I feel like it's only been a few months since our accelerator concluded, but it feels like it's been decades because of the depth of our connection. And I just, the quality of the female relationships I have in my life are non-negotiable. So, right. Um, so yeah, where to start typical Gemini fashion. I'm like, what's the laundry list of things that I could talk about that I do, (laughs) but I'll start with what you called out leather jacket leadership. And I'll just kind of talk a little bit about that and its birth. Yes. Okay. So a huge part of my, my brand and my commitment, um, I'm, I'm a consultant. And so I work in the branding and marketing and leadership spaces. And what I have just really noticed is that over time, people love to have this, like this signature thing that mm-hmm. they, they do. They name it. They own it. And I think it was around 2018, which was such an apropos time because that was a very turbulent year. According to Elliot, our friend who does astrology readings for life and business, she was like, oh yeah, you were concluding your Saturn return. She's like, you're about to fuck some shit up. And I was like, I did fuck some shit up. I totally burned my life to the ground. That's totally what I did. Late, late 2018, completely restarted my life. I left my um, partner at the time, who was not just my romantic partner, but my business partner. All of the assets were in the business's name. So according to the government, you know how much our government loves to quantify people in the form of a credit score? <laughs> right. The government's like, oh, this chick's been living off grid for three years. Like, what's going on? Oh God, so... Right. And so I like completely just burnt down my life and left with nothing more than like 80 bucks in my account and a bell cart's worth of belongings. Like I remember, I still have that photo and 
I remember this moment where like my friend had picked me up because it was also a very toxic and abusive relationship. My ex was, is a narcissist. Like I wish him well. I hope he's yeah. gotten some healing. I definitely have healed and I'm like fucking thriving now. <laughs> like so. over thriving. I hope you are, but if you're not we're thriving, exactly. Yeah. So I remember my friend who picked me up, he, um, he lived in this condo building and he, uh, put all of my belongings on a bell cart and he was like wheeling them into the apartment. Cause I was basically just going to crash on his couch right. for like, oh. right. For like a couple of months and, or weeks, I didn't even know. And he was like wheeling in my belongings. And I like, remember looking at that, like all of my belongings on the bell cart. And I was like, Oh, I was like, this is a moment. Like, this is a thing. This is going to be a moment that I look back on. I want to document. I want to remember. Yeah. I want to anchor it. Most Typical people are content like, creator. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm like, wait, I'm like, this can help somebody someday. Right. right? Yeah. And so I took that picture and I still have it in my phone. And oh, did I lose you? No, no, you're good. I'm here. Okay. You're good. All right. Um, and so I'm sharing this whole story to share it because the next big purchase that I made after a few weeks had passed, I moved from Miami to Fort Lauderdale mm-hmm. and I was um shopping with my girlfriend at the mall and there was this buy one, get one sale at Express for leather jackets. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't have a lot of money. Like I had, I had started working again as a server, a bartender, a hostess, literally whatever mm-hmm. I could do to make cash immediately. Like I've worked in hospitality for yeah longer than I haven't worked in hospitality. Um, and so I remember like putting on like th- this leather jacket, it was a black leather jacket and yeah. I put it on and I was like, Oh, I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, this is a vibe. I was like, I, I feel energy behind this. And then my girlfriend, Mariah, who I was there with, um, she goes and pulls off a red leather jacket off of the, the coat hanger and brings it to me. She's like, you have to, you have to try this on. And she, um, she, I tried on and at the time I'm platinum. So I'm platinum hair, (laughs) red leather jacket. I was like, oh damn. She's like, she's like, this is, she's like, this is it. This is a thing. And, and that was the birth of, I didn't realize it at the time because this was like maybe December of 2018. That was the birth of leather jacket energy. And when I started telling the story, I talked about how there was this term coined in 2018 called like big dick energy. Yeah. And BDE, right. Which is like something I say in my like daily life. Like if somebody just like spews their insecurities on me or they're super toxic, I'm just like, you're, I was like, your SDE is getting all over me. Like I'm going to walk away. (laughs) I, I'm, I'm not here for this. I'm here for big dick energy. Right. But my version of that has become leather jacket energy. And it's basically and I like that because it's gender neutral. Like, right. Yes. Yeah. We love yeah. that. We, we're all about gender neutral. Like if you got, if you're a human, you got a soul, you got a heart, you have a vision. Cool. You yeah. can have leather jacket energy. Yeah. And women can have big dick energy and small dick energy. It's fine. But like, I prefer leather jacket energy because it's like, so what does it mean? What does leather jacket energy mean? Yeah. So leather jacket energy is like my version of confidence. It is basically like you can walk into the boardroom, fuck the pantsuit and tie with your chunky heels, leather jacket with the zippers, like whatever fucking blouse you want, hair, however the fuck you want. I came from corporate America. So like, there's just always this, like, you have to be proper. You have to cover your shoulders. And I'm like, have to, have to, have to fuck that. Like (laughs) leather jacket energy is like remembering who the fuck you are, showing up how you want and not apologizing. Or not like 
conforming to the dress code that was literally established, what, like fucking a century ago? Why are we right. still conforming to that? <laughs> right, which sounds boring. No, thank you. So boring. Yeah. So that's leather jacket energy. And it could be, you could have like, I don't even know, like you could have a trench coat, you could have a pea coat, mm-hmm. you could have these really great pair of shoes or yeah. this like a really great pair of pants or an awesome top or a dress, like whatever yeah. it is, if it makes you feel like you and you walk into a room and all mm-hmm. eyes come to you and you're like, yes, please, that's leather jacket energy. Yeah. I also, what comes to mind is like someone who's cool, calm and collected. Yeah. Cause like typically leather jacket type people are not like neurotic Mm-hmm. Drama llamas. Drama llamas. Oh my like, gosh. Most of the I time love they're that. not where they're just like a right. Like obviously right. Body jumps, right? We're like, yeah. it's just chill. Yeah. And like, like you know, I don't know if you're listeners. Yeah, I don't know if your listeners are like mainly in the US or around the world, but at I least mean, in yeah. in the US, leather jackets have always been like a symbol of rebellion. Mm, yeah. Right. But they weren't or always, they were part of military garb. And then um, Steve McQueen kind of like sensationalized it and made it like a fashion icon. And then it was like yeah. part of the beatnik era. And it's, so it's like, you're always kind of like rebellious, which yeah. I always have had a, an issue with authority, which, so it's totally on brand for me to be like leather jacket energy. <laughs> you um, know what I like to say is I always had an issue with incompetent authority. Like I don't believe oh my people. God. Yeah. Like yes. authority, fine. If you yes. earn it. But mm-hmm. so when I was growing up, and I don't know if you were this way, but I had a lot of clashes with incompetent authority because I had a blend of my mom being nice, but like, ain't nobody going to tell that bitch what to do. And then my mm-hmm. dad, I tell everyone, like, if God themselves came down in front of my dad and was like, you need to do X, Y, Z, he'll be like, catch these hands because I do what I want. Like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. I don't care. Like I do what I want. If God themselves yeah. that, I was like a motto, blah, 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 blah. He'll be like, no, nah, but cuts his hands. Like I don't know. he will just ignore yeah. him and then like, go do whatever. So yeah. I had a blend of that as a child, which mm-hmm. like typically people develop that in adulthood where they're like, yeah, I degaff. But like I started right. that way as a kid. So I yeah. had a lot of issues with authority because, oh, turns out most authority is completely incompetent and doesn't deserve to be in a leadership role ever in life. So I was just like, um, I don't give a fuck about you. Like die. Right. And then they hated that. <laughs> they hated it. Um, yeah. like people don't like it now as an adult woman. People mm-hmm. really hated it when I was a child because oh, a lot yeah. of people, you know, have this like idea of like, oh, kids are supposed to, you know, in quotes, like submit mm-hmm. to authority, supposed to listen to authority. You're young, respect your elders. And I'm like, respect who? <laughs> yeah. Why? And so I had so many clashes with adults who were in authority positions, but only mm-hmm. in name, not by action. So I was just mm-hmm. like, a uh, bitch died. Like, I don't care about you. And it's only gotten worse. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, same. But now I work for myself. So like, exactly. I'm unemployable. You are unemployable. Oh like we are unemployable, yeah. like anti-employable, incompetent authority. If someone, right. So I'm employable. If like the lead, all leadership, not just my direct leader has mm-hmm. tons of integrity, but I have never seen a business where every level of leadership has integrity and ethics. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, it's no, rare. It's, yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah. I it mean, is, smaller it businesses very rare. have less leadership positions, probably more likely because statistically they have less leadership positions to fuck up. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, he lets me do what I want, my boss. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, no, uh, same girl. 
same. I literally, so like my, my background growing up was so, so bipolar. So like there was such a dichotomy to it because my mom is a Japanese American and Japanese culture is very much like respect your elders, humble, don't even make eye contact, forget about accepting a compliment, which is something (laughs) still to this day that my mom struggles with is accepting compliments. Mm. And then I got my dad who was like, in his early 20s, in the 60s, in San Francisco, during the sexual revolution, during like that beatnik era where like, I'm like, my leather jackets. And my dad has always been, you know, very much now growing up, like planting those entrepreneurial seeds when I was younger. Like one of the, one of the mottos that I remember him telling me the most is the more that you learn, the more that you earn. Ooh. Right. Right. And he, he didn't say go to college. He didn't say get a 4.0. Yeah, he just said learn. He didn't say get a corporate job. Yeah, he's like, learn. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, so he's like, never stop learning. He's like, however yeah. you learn, he's like, keep on learning, read books, watch yeah. movies, go like travel. And he was like priming me to just basically figure out the way that worked for me. Yeah. And so, so the nice. fact now, yeah. And like, I'm at a point in my career where like, I'm starting to share and bottle and, and, yeah. and put out these programs okay. like that, like. Yeah, that it's basically like documenting my journey. But what you had said at the beginning of of the call about leather jacket leadership, like that mm-hmm. is that is a becoming. That is like the next iteration because once you have mastered <laughs> leather jacket energy for yourself, yeah, like once you understand how to keep promises to yourself, mm-hmm. you know your boundaries, you know your triggers, you pull those fuses, you move with ease, and you are leading oh, yeah. with love. And, you know, you're also having a fantastic fucking sex life. That's just my Taurus moon here wanting to be like super bougie. And like, no, take we're bringing that in tell, tell me, yeah, you knew there was going to be sexual in here, right. like Scorpio right. rising, Taurus moon. How right. could there not be? And you, once you're set, like once you are good, then yeah. in my opinion, you, if you have the ability to help other people mm-hmm. be well and to like embody their version of confidence yeah. and like harness their own leather jacket energy. If you have the ability to help people do that, you have the responsibility to do it. Bitch. Repeat that, please. If you if you have the ability to help somebody without sacrificing yourself, because like I am all about take care of you, because if you're useless to yourself, you're useless to everybody else. But if you are set, mastered, right? And you have the ability to help somebody else. You have the fucking responsibility as a human being to also help them. I want to lick your face right now. Period. 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 You know what's so funny is I um, have recently started calling my clients who finish working with me lighthouses. Like they kind of embody lighthouse energy. Mm. And I said this to a client who very much is like, a lot of my clients will take what they learn, like the concepts, the frameworks, the shifts that they have with me, and they'll teach it to their friends, um, their family members, whoever are just like, oh my God, I have this knowledge. Let me share it. And I was yeah. like, I was telling them, I was like, you know, you kind of embody, like you become a lighthouse because you become a light. And it's like, you just become a lighthouse calling other people to healing. And they were like, oh, like I never thought about it that way. And I was like, well, think about it this way. Like people for, for this client specifically, like people were coming to them and saying like, you know, I'm really struggling. You just really seem like someone I can talk to. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's because you embody lightness. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm like, your nervous system calls these people who want what you you have. So like, you just become a lighthouse. And mm-hmm. they were just like, Ooh, damn. And I was like, but <laughs> yes. So well, that's like, 
but it's, it's so the same addictive, thing right? It's like, yeah, once people become so grounded, so good, it just like mm-hmm. radiates off of them, and it's almost like they can't help but help other people. Like, it's just mm-hmm. such a natural progression. Yeah, and it's and good. I thank you, and I I love it, and it's like that, like in my work as a consultant, and even like when I do speaking, I. I get all of these questions and like when I'm like preparing for a keynote or I'm like coming to a private client session, like whatever it is, like the way that somebody's working with me, the questions that they ask are just always like not the right questions. The questions that they ask are always what they think they should be asking. They're like kiddie pool and not like yeah. let me swim in the depths of your soul. Yeah, please. no, I'm like, <laughs> let's go down to the Mariana Trench, the right. depths of the ocean, the Literally. deepest, darkest places. And like, let's see what's there and yeah. let's bring it to the surface because yeah. like those are the raw core materials y'all are dealing with in your in your branding in your personal life in your communication like everyone's so lucky to know us right you're welcome (laughs) i tell that to rob to my partner all the time sometimes he's like you don't put me on social media but i want everyone to be as obsessed with you as i am um i tell him all the time i'm like let me crawl inside your ribcage and hug your spine and he's just like okay honey (laughs) which he never calls me honey this is okay yeah Um, yeah but I'm just like, I literally want to like hug your spine. Like that's what I want to yeah. do with people. I'm like, I become a koala and yes. I just like live in your ribcage now. Like, yes, I'm not here for kiddie pools and yeah. people who do kiddie pool work mm-hmm. obviously don't do the transformational work that's required to like be so grounded on Mariana's trudge level. It's like, if you're right. not going deep, what the fuck are you even doing? Obviously you don't get Are, are you just, like, are you just you taking the money to like, pay a bill, which I get it. Like I was there too. I was also broke, like also, but you're not helping anybody. Like unless you can facilitate change or cause a transformation, you're actually enabling the behavior that's continuing to hinder that person from living a better life, from building a better business, from building a better brand. Like especially like like, consultants and coaches, like, mm -hmm. but it's so funny once people start doing the work and I'm sure you've seen it because you work with people as a progression is like, they, it's just so natural. They say, Oh, I learned this. Let me teach someone else. And it's like, it's cool. I don't know if you've been able to see like a ripple effect like that in organizations, but Mm -hmm. I was able to see it when I worked for the County and it was like, Oh, like the, you help one person and that one person becomes a rising tide organization. And I'm just like, I love I fucking love the term rising tide, like all of like the nautical. Yeah. I guess it's like my Scorpio water sign, like bring me the depths of the ocean, but totally. oh my gosh, because that's, that's leather jacket leadership. Mm, like right. it, it becomes it, a rising it, tide that lifts all boats. It does really, because if you are focusing on yourself first and then you're focusing on other people, you're inspiring people to lead authentically, to be themselves. Yeah. And you're also inspiring them to be a little selfish and self-interested, which I know we were moralistically programmed as a bad thing, but y'all, you're like, please be more selfish. <laughs> please be selfish. Cause I literally was having this conversation with a close friend and he was having a lot of health issues and he was having mm-hmm. issues with his partner, with his daughter, like all of this. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, you keep on canceling medical appointments that you need to take care of yourself. You keep on breaking promises to yourself. So I'm not surprised at all that you continue breaking promises to the people that you say you love because you can't even right. keep them for yourself. Right. Like, and then I'm sure they were like, ew, gross. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. My friends know I'm not the enabling friend. You might not talk I to me every day, but when you talk to me, I will, I will speak and shake you to yeah. your soul unless you tell me, hey, cat, we're yeah, going to go get some cool. shots. And like, we're just going to like shoot shit. You game? I'm like, cool. I'm game. Just set the expectation because I'll go go deep. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
my favorite phrase with my friends and honestly, a lot of my clients, I'm like, well, you choose that. So that makes sense. And then they're like, sorry, not sorry. Like you're choosing this. So like, let's just be honest about what you're choosing, which is fine. Mm -hmm. You can die in the grave that you dig. You deserve your own suffering. If you continue to choose it. And like, I will love you through that, but I will not be here to listen to you complain about the same thing nine times because I don't fucking care. Yes. Love you so much, but I don't care. Again, it's, it goes back to like, if you have the ability to help somebody, you have the responsibility, but like you cannot lead a horse to water and make them drink. Oh yeah. As someone who has horses, I can, yeah. As someone, Amanda knows, Amanda knows you can't horse. Yeah. Literally. Oh right. my gosh. Yeah. Even so, so, even like sometimes when we have, um, like a goat that gets sick, they'll get pretty dehydrated. And mm-hmm. so I will like boop their little nose <laughs> and I'll bring them like a, you know, a bowl of water and I'll like boop. Cause sometimes like they're just not able to find it if depending on like if they're really quite sick. So I'll like boop mm-hmm. their little nose. Um and then yeah. sometimes they'll be like, okay, yeah, that's water. And sometimes they'll drink. And I'm but I'm not like holding their mouth underwater because I'm just drowning them at that point. Like that yeah. doesn't make any sense. Um mm-hmm. you're so fun. You're just <laughs> I'm I just adore you so much. Um what's like what's something that you're like excited about right now or like maybe for the rest of the year? Mm, something that I'm excited about. So I'll for the longest time, Bye. thank you. They're like partially matte, partially uh, shiny. It makes me want to like paint my nails today. Maybe it will. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, ma'am. See it? Mm-hmm. Love it. Everything on brand. Um. So one thing that I'm really excited about. Okay. So here's like, this has been the biggest shift for me this year. So the word that I chose for myself at the beginning of the year, like we discuss it in our accelerator group. Um, it's so funny that you mentioned lighthouse energy that just shows like the synergy between us. But yeah. my word was, was Harbor. I shut up. No, seriously. I wrote it down. It's literally, so it's literally in my cloth and paper planner. Like, yeah, from earlier this year, Harbor, because I really reflected, I've done a lot of private client work. Most of my business has been built on live one-to-one or group sessions, which is great, but that's not scalable. And I want right. to shift it so that my business can still operate without me. So like, that was something that an intention that I really set earlier this year. And the word Harbor came to me because I've always been described as somebody who feels like a safe space. Like I have a lot of holding energy according to Elliot, like in my chart, I have a lot of fixed energy. So like I tend to attract actually a lot of male clients too, in addition to female clients, because that Mm -hmm. masculine energy, I'm not afraid of it. Yeah. Like, or not necessarily afraid, that's not the right word, but I can, I can accommodate it. Like I have the holding power because masculine Mm -hmm. energy is different than feminine energy, right? right? Even outside of boundaries or uh, genders. So so harbor, right? That was the visual. And, uh, but I wanted to, to be able to help people, not just if they couldn't afford or find time on my schedule for my live energy. Um, because actually one of the reframes that my coach, your coach too, Andrea had said was that like, look, if you have that ability and you're not helping them, then you're actually being like, you're getting in the way of their growth and their transformation by not finding a way for them to plug into your body of work instead of just plugging into you live. Yeah. And so the thing that I'm really, really fucking excited about, thing you have to know about having a lot of fixed energy in your chart is that you don't have a lot of fire starter cardinal energy. Yeah. So it takes me a while well, you to just let me know. I will yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. I, I have a ton of initiating energy. I know. So it took me 
it took me exactly the amount of time it had to take me. Well, of right? course, right, yeah. Right. And so I'm really excited about bottling and creating these programs that can just give people the next best steps in the areas of leather jacket energy. Like I'm, I'm about to launch that. I taught it live, you know, about a month ago and it's going to be just a very entry level. I actually, Amanda was thinking about pricing leather jacket energy as like almost the exact amount of money I had in my bank account when I literally left my ex. Fun. Right. Like that's, that's, yeah. That feels like a full circle moment. Right. And I'm like, look, I'm like, if you're in that low, low point on the way up to higher things, right? Like this can help you get to the next best step. So I have that. Your face. Yeah. Keep talking. Thank (laughs) you. Um, and it's so funny because another thing about me, even though I have a lot of fixed energy, I'm also a Gemini. So I'm just like, oh, I reserve the right to change my mind at any time for any reason. <laughs> and I thought the next best program I was going to put out, like I was going to distill my ethos and my understanding mm-hmm. and like everything into it was going to be about branding. Yeah. But I realized I needed to take my own advice because I, you could hire me to like build out a $10,000 or $50,000 brand strategy for your company, your startup, whatever. Um, But if you don't believe you are capable of executing it, if you, then it doesn't make, you're not going to implement. It's a waste of money. You need to get your mind right first. Then if they don't have clarity on like who they are, then it doesn't, you're, you're going to be like, and, and you know, right? Like close is not correct. Like no. it doesn't count in shooting. It doesn't count in archery. <laughs> it doesn't count, doesn't in, count in, commu- in communication, in right. anything. Like close, wow. but it's like, it doesn't count in sex. It's not Seriously. exact. Mm-hmm. It's not exact. And if people don't yeah. know who they are, which is like, I don't know if you find this, but I would be um, surprised if you didn't is like, most people have no idea because they never ask. Like, no, and they don't, you know, most people don't know how to ask the questions. They don't have the safety to ask the questions, all the things that like contribute. Right. To which is where you because, come in as a coach and, or, and a therapist right. and where, where I come in. But so I was realizing that I was like, Ooh, I was like, fun. that, that's not the next. So the next thing, yeah. actually, I haven't, I haven't told anybody this. So this is like going to be the first time I publicly talk about it. So I'm really excited. Like, I haven't told anyone. I'm like, oh my God, yes. Right. And like secrets. <laughs> um, so I'm going to be putting out a mindset program. And yes. 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 And it's just the, the intention. I was actually doing the intention work over the past weekend. I was like, I want people to understand themselves so intimately, so clearly, so tactily, all Ooh. the deepest, darkest parts and edges of like what you keep hidden from even your spouse, your kids, your friends. I want to like open it up like a bank vault. Make friends. I want you. Sure. Yes. So I'm going to call the program Inside Job. And yes. And oh my God, please tell me you're doing the heist. Yes. It is the way that I am framing it because this is what I have learned. Again, I'm only, I only teach and put shit out of like from the lens of my own experience because I'm a hypocrite if I try to, I'm in DC actually. There's I was in Florida venue with a bank vault that will let you. Take oh, her. there is. I, the, the photo shoot is coming. Oh my and God. So, I'm going to die when I see these. I literally like, I'm framing it as like, this is the greatest heist that you will ever pull of all time. And it's the heist you pull with yourself. Like, I love it. 
I love it. That's it. Everything else doesn't fucking matter if this is not correct. Like it all starts with you. Yeah. Right. You just off is not. No, off is not on, and I want to live my life on. I love you know. Write that down. I just said that. Yeah, are we recording this? We are, right? (laughs) Off is not on. We are on like that. Yes, ma'am. Pull the heist. That's so fun. Put put on the leather jacket. Get like the motorcycle. Like pull up to the bank. Like hold them up. Don't be bad. Don't be upset because the bank teller is a version of you. The 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 bank goers are versions of you too. Right. The security. Yeah. Security system is your nervous system. So like it's all good. But we like we need to pull this heist because I I don't want you working with me for branding. I don't want you working with me for marketing. I don't want you working with me on leadership and like building your team unless I know that I'm working with like somebody who's centered and grounded. Embodied person. Yeah. You need embodiment. You don't need it, but like life is a lot more enjoyable with it. So like I highly recommend. In order to be happy, people do need it because I work with people Mm. who aren't right. Like that's right. Most most everyone who I work with are not embodied. And if you're not embodied, mm-hmm. mind thinks you've been decapitated because the human mm-hmm. body is meant to be integrated with the body. And so if it. you're decapitated, you're obviously not making long-term decisions. And I was like, no. because you can't, right? Like, because you're in survival mode. So your brain's like, oh my God, we've been decapitated. What the fuck? And then like, yeah. how are you going to make embodied decisions if you're not connecting to your body? What's the way right. that you make the best long-term decisions that feel good to have done? Oh, by the way, feeling is in there. Mm. And I was telling, I was telling a client today that like people can convince themselves of anything, right? Like people talk themselves into the earth is flat. People think the Holocaust is fake. People mm-hmm. think Nazis have totally had it right. People right. think it's totally okay to murder people. Other people. So, yeah. It's totally okay. Right. But like that is something mind convinces people of. But I said, if you take someone who's online mm-hmm. and ask them to shoot a baby, there is a 0% chance they would follow through with that because mm-hmm. their body is going to scream so loud that there's no way. But if they're offline and they can convince themselves, this is the right quote unquote thing mm-hmm. to do. Well, then there's no consequence as long as they stay offline, Mm -hmm. but then they have to stay offline forever because now they're protecting from all the things that they've done. Mm -hmm. And it's like the decisions people make, because I know, because I work with you see it. Yeah. People make when they're offline as in like not embodied, disconnected from body and the decisions they make when they're online are literally two different decisions. People almost people make the same. It is two different people. People almost yeah. never make the same choice when they're online that they would make offline because offline work, like it shoves people into survival mode. And when you're in survival mm-hmm. mode, you're obviously not making long-term helpful decisions. Mm-mm. And it's, it's literally two completely different decision-making frameworks. So like, how do you lead a company? How do you lead anybody? Yes. Well, you can do it. It will be bad. You'll have turnover. You'll have low morale. You'll have low engagement. Like you have a shit show. <laughs> like, it's not good. Prob- I've seen it, people. It's problems. Right. It's don't not do good. It. Don't so do it. So how, like, if you don't know yourself and if you're not okay with your demons, not mm-hmm. that like, you know, they get a mic, but they get to sit at the table. They may not get to talk, but they get a seat at the table. Like, I love that visual so much. <laughs> they don't get the mic. 
Yeah. Pull, when they hand you them the mic, they're going to be like, yeah. kill them. And you're like, ah, right. hang on. <laughs> this is why uh, you don't get the mic. Ethics. Ethics. <laughs> Empathy. We're not doing right. that. This is why you don't get the microphone. But like, yeah. they want to sit at the table. Yeah. So we're not like trying to keep them out of the room. Because if you try and like hold a door against someone trying to get in, like, hello, that's where all your energy is dropped up. And then you have no time to lead and you have no energy to lead. Mm-hmm. But embodied people make wildly different decisions. And I'm convinced that's one of the reasons that female-led companies have higher revenue, have less turnover, have happier staff. Mm-hmm. There's this hella statistics that support that female-led companies, female CEO companies, mm-hmm. do better. Why? Women tend to be more embodied. Mm-hmm. So then if and you don't love yourself, the fuck are you doing? Creating problems. I know. And look, maybe we have a, a biological leg up on it because we are literally the birth and seed of all creation in life. You're welcome, human race. Um, I feel like there needs to be a bit more worship. <laughs> but there's so much that can be learned from that. And I like that's that's leather jacket leadership. I'm sure I don't know exactly how that that will matriculate into a digital program, but I'm sure that it will because inside job's going to be a digital program. It's not going to be live. So like again, I want to create that create that space, like be that harbor, but not sacrifice my energy so that I can go because the other big initiative that I, I wanted to pursue and the intention that I wanted to pursue was to get out of the screen as much as I love my digital community and I love social and I love, I love writing and blogs. It is. So like I, but I still didn't want to sacrifice the community that I built. So mm-hmm. bottling my energy and my knowledge into programs is now freeing me and allowing me to do more speaking in person. Yeah. And so. I don't know if if like people think of speaking in this way, because I think there's a lot of like ideas about it or perceptions. Mm-hmm. But the way that I look at it is I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm a playful introvert. Like I can turn yeah. it on and like go, you know, that's like the that's the 10 years of classical ballet and being a performer, like coming, coming to the forefront. Yeah. But I'm an introvert at the end of the day. So if I were to take 500 one-to-one client sessions in a month, holy shit, I would be useless. Um, you imagine? You just, you can't. I can't. It's like I have a very high capacity for one-on-one and I do like 30 a week, maybe 27. And like right. my capacity is quite high. Yes. But like... So that's only like 120. <laughs> so like right. Just like, there's no fucking way. Right. No or, way. or I could go and speak to an audience of 500 right. people. And right. I know it's going to be so much more impactful because like in personality is like, let me lick you versus like, I can't reach you through the screen. Right. And if I can impact people in that leveraged way mm-hmm. and still maintain my energy, then I can keep on doing that on repeat. Right. And just like the volume of people you can reach is so different. And the yes. volume of people you can reach when there's more accessibility is so different. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, I think it was Andrea one time that said like, you know, I want people to be accessible. And she was like, well, you can have accessibility in the form of payment plans. Like it's not necessarily just lowering your price. And I was like, damn, that bitch is smart. Mm-hmm. I know. So good. Which by <laughs> the way, fucking gold. Seriously, it is gold. She's been a huge part of my transformation. I know over the last couple of years, oh, yours well. yeah. too. And I think I found but... her right before I joined in like July of last year. So yeah. I found her and I was like, whatever, get me in the room with her. Like, yeah. I don't Non-negotiable. know. Get me in the room with her. <laughs> like, it's been, yes, it's been so good. So, yeah. so yeah, be, being able to leverage and body, mm-hmm. or not body, but bottle like 
my energy and my knowledge obsessed with that. And I, but I think it's important to say for like everybody listening, like I didn't start with all that structure and strategy. Mm -hmm. I started with a lot of like messy action. I started with just like following my intuition and then my intuition led me to kind of pull people in like gravity. Like you were talking about that lighthouse energy. And I had so many one-to-one clients like this time last year, I was like, damn, I was like, it was great, but then it wasn't sustainable. Right. And so I was like, I think it was probably around December, January. I was like, I was like, I don't know if I want to continue one to one work anymore. Mm-hmm. And then literally a few weeks later, one of my clients was like, Hey, Kat, I enjoy our work together. I'm going to continue to like consume everything you put out. He's like, but it's just not the right time for me to continue the one to one. And I don't mm-hmm. operate with contracts with my clients because like I'm not going to force somebody. Um, right. And then a month later, the other concluded. And then a month later, the other concluded. And I was like, yeah. oh, thank you. Oh, look at all that space. Look at all that spaciousness yeah. right before I left for Japan. Mm. So it was like perfect timing. Yeah. Absolutely perfect timing. As it isn't it always? It's always perfect. I was just going to say that. I was like, it's always perfect timing. People that are like, no, this, this. I'm like, just. This or something better. Goodbye. Breathe. Yeah. Also yeah. breathe. <laughs> also, you're not, in, there's no saber tooth tiger. Yeah. Right. No saber tooth tiger. It's oh so, God. it's so different talking to people who are so grounded like you are mm. and like whose brain operates in a similar way to mine. Um, yeah. like grounded, not wigging out, like just so whatever. Um, versus like <laughs> people who think like normal people do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh my God, aren't you tired? Like I was talking to a client and they were like wanting to um, save recipes, like to meal plan, essentially. They like okay. never, have never really cooked. And I was like, well, okay. Like, you know, you just find a couple recipes on Pinterest and like, you know, yeah. search five ingredient recipes and cook them. And they were like, and I went through a hundred apps on how to do this and link it here. And, da, 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 and I was like, I'm already tired. Like, I'm not even doing it. You're just explaining it to me, but like, I'm really tired. And they were like, well, isn't that how you would do it? And I was like, absolutely fucking not. That's too many steps. Like path of least resistance. In the path of least amount of steps, please. And thank you. And they were like, Mm -hmm. well, what would you, what would you do? And I was like, um, I was like, if you want to like put the, the recipe on a certain day, I was like, I would just take the pen and put it in my Google calendar. And they were like, oh, and I was like, yeah, you're, you're making shit too hard. Way too hard. And it like, it it had just literally never occurred to them to take a process and say, can I simplify this? And I was like, Mm. well, welcome to your life about to be changed because Mm -hmm. simple is way more fun. It is. And honestly, I feel that simplicity is elegant. And it's also the sign of like true genius. If you can take a really complex idea, which is why I think like the work that you do is so fantastic because I can only imagine, you're welcome, the modalities and the years and the thousands of hours you spent studying, but then you're able to just distill it in a 30 or an hour minute session with a client who's in a triggered state and just be able to like few little like word magic. Yeah. I know it's probably more than that, but like I'm imagining. No, I mean, it's pretty close. And they're like, oh, they're like, oh, thanks. And then you send them on their way. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, that decade distilled into that 30 yeah. minutes in a way that somebody can understand it who doesn't even have your knowledge base like that's yeah genius that's in my so opinion funny. that's something that like when you say that I actually do a lot so like we were talking I had a client today and they were talking about how 
a, per, a person they know is like being really difficult, but very on brand for them. This person is difficult. I love that you said on brand. I mean, it is on brand for them. And they were like, you know, I shouldn't have been surprised. And And I said, well, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not very useful to treat a bear like a puppy. And they were like, right. Well, that makes perfect sense. And I was like, what happens if you treat a bear like a puppy is you go to pet it and you get mauled. And they were like, well, that's what I've been doing. And I'm like, great. Let's not treat a bear like a puppy. And Mm -hmm. then like that fixed where like the real concept is like, you know, have awareness of who people are. Be honest about right. who they are. Take evidence. Recognize patterns. Like, yeah, exactly. Like all the shit. But all I have to do is say, don't treat a bear like a puppy. And then they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, that makes sense. And I'm like, great. Goodbye. <laughs> like, yeah, there was other you. work to do today, but I was like, okay, great. We're no longer Just... treating bears like puppies. Exactly. I, this goes back to like one of my favorite quotes about being a consultant or being mm-hmm. a coach or just being a human being in general in connection yeah. with other humans is if you are paying me for a job or paying me to cause a specific transformation mm-hmm. or paying me for a strategy, yeah. paying me for a keynote, paying me for a workshop, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you're not paying me for the the hour of prep and the hour of lifetime. You're not paying me for, you know, mm-hmm. the three hour group workshop. You're paying me for the decade I fucking spent getting to be able to distill my knowledge in the simplest form possible to cause transformation, to encourage the audience to take the next right best step in like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the time. That's what you're fucking paying me for. That's yes. Like you're not paying me for a job that takes 10 minutes. You're paying me for the years it took me to learn to do it in 10 minutes. Thank you. (laughs) Which I will tell the companies when I sell them um, the new program where I'm going to be like, this is what you're paying for. Thank you. Promise this it will be outcomes. Right. Yeah. I exactly. thought when I was, um, I was just thinking about it this morning when I was working with the county, they tried, oh, heifers, they tried to do a thing. They were like, well, you know, if we, if we promise you so many, so many sessions, can we pay you at a discount? And I said, well, do you want me to show up at a discounted energy? And they're like, well, no. And I was like, well, then no. <laughs> Thank you. Because if I'm showing up 100% guarantee I'm getting paid 100%. I don't care what the volume is. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not Legos. (laughs) Like I'm not cheaper to produce the more I sell. Like I'm actually more expensive. Thank you. Like no, I will get paid 100. Yeah, more of me means you pay my full rate. Thank you so much. Um, And while we were talking about it, they were like, and I was, they were like, well, you know, we can maybe find someone to do it cheaper. And I said, you could. You could do that. They will not do what I will do for you. That's a guarantee. Mm-hmm. But by all means. Please, please call me it. once you've done that and you've fucked it up and I have to come in and, and fix then I'm it. Gonna, and then I'm going to double my rate. More information. Yeah. more. Right. more then I'm going to double price. my rate and tell you to fuck off. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Which that's not what ended up happening. But I was thinking today because like, no. so I'm the program I'm launching, which has a name, Release and Exhale. <laughs> Yeah, oh, exhale and release. I said it backwards. I made it up and I said it backwards. I mean, maybe it needs to be released and exhale. I don't know. Reserve the right to change no. your mind. Exhale and release. Um, yeah. I'm trademarking it. Very big girl. Love. Right. So exciting. Um, I was telling Raphael, I was like, that feels so big girl. And he was like, that's great. And I'm like, tell me I'm a big girl. <laughs> and he just gets uncomfortable because we love yeah. this. Yeah. 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 It's Our partners that just deal with us. Yeah. They're I just know. like, like Will was telling me the other day because it, it came up like at the last mastermind where I was there and I was speaking and then he was um tagging along and yeah. one of like one of the people came up to him like one of my clients and she was like do you know what it is even that Kat does and he's like 
He's like, I'm pretty sure she changes lives and she seems to be really happy with it. So That's like, so I just like let her so do no. it. Yeah. So no, he has no idea. He's a chef. He doesn't so know, but he knows how obsessed I am with it. Right. Because it's how much so I love fun. It. it is. It's just so fun. Like it is. It's so fun. But so I was telling him about, oh, yeah. Oh, so I was thinking today, so like the Calm app does something, they'll have like a workplace mental health, wellness, whatever, whatever thing. And Mm -hmm. they'll typically give people like one or two months free. And I'm just like, I don't even like that. Mm. Like, I don't even like that. Maybe that's an industry standard, but like, I'm not here to be the industry standard. Thanks. Fuck industry standards. Literally, like I'm not here to be standard. And um, I'm like, but if I start working for you day one, like, why would I not get paid? Yeah. Doesn't the math doesn't math. The energy doesn't energy. The math there. don't math any. Like, like is not yeah. attracting like in that sense. So like, we're not doing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but that's fun and exciting. I love it. What's the timeline for this? Cause I remember you talking about it in our accelerator group, oh, like as it was like yeah. coming together for you. It is, it is so coming together. And it's so funny when like, and you, you know this, like when you start doing things that are in alignment with like your purpose, uh, universe just hands you. It's like oh, and this, and this, and this. Can't keep up with it. I'm like, shit. I need to get an assistant. Like I've just, I, I'm, like, I'm like dropping the balls. But like, I thanks, universe. I'll take all the balls. Yeah. I think my right? sister's waiting for me to hire her. Honestly, mm, that could be a sticky like, one. But like, if it feels right for you, <laughs> I know we would fight a lot, and then I would just bury her on the farm and be like, "Are you going to listen now? <laughs> just, call, call, just call me when you need the alibi. That's all I ask. Literally. Oh, anyway, so. Mm. So I'm scripting out episodes now, and then I'm going to have a couple of like the RRT people like look over them and like fix any language that needs to be fixed and then Mm -hmm. start recording and start selling in like 2024. Um, So that's the intention. Oh my gosh. It's so fun. And I'm doing first first, so I'll have that track built out. And then I want to do like a normal person track who's not a first responder and Mm -hmm. then eventually build out nurses and vets. Um, so then like people can kind oh. of do the four tracks, which that's right. I, it feels very full circle. Cause I originally got into therapy to work with veterans. I so remember. like I also started getting more veteran clients and I'm just like, the universe is so funny. It is so funny. Like she is so funny. And it's <laughs> funny because a friend of mine, I was like, Hey, how do I get on the conference for like city and county managers? Because they would mm-hmm. be the people buying for their first responders that are employed by the city and the county. And yeah. he was like, oh, I'm on the board for the planning committee. And I was like, Thank you. <laughs> like, like, how many presents can I buy you to hook a bitch up? And he was like, don't even worry, mm-hmm. I got you. And I was like, love. This is so exciting. And then I was talking to Raphael and I was like, how do I get on? Because I know like EMS and law enforcement, like they have conferences. And I'm like, how mm-hmm. do I go to those conferences? And he's like, well, I don't know, but you'll find a way. And I'm like, yeah, obviously. Um, of course I won't, but I was like, oh, you, like my friend happens to be on the board for the city and county manager. And he's like, oh yeah, we meet in February to plan the one in the summer. And I was like, get me as a presenter, please. And he's like, yeah, the people who did it last year, like people didn't really vibe with them. And I was like, well, how much they won't be boring. (laughs) I don't know. I promise. I no, seriously. Boring is my nightmare. It is the anti it boring is the offline version of me. The online version yeah. is like just wait what happens next. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I tell people yeah. that I operate a lot because I have a lot of clients that are like so obsessed with following rules that like are mm. totally stupid, but they learn somewhere, usually from their parents. Yeah. Um, and they're just like, no, I have to follow the rules. And I'm like, well, that sounds terrible. <laughs> 
no thanks. And I like to tell them that I operate from what can I get away with? Mm. They were like, ooh, that sounds so fun. And I'm like, I promise you it is. Like it's so much more fun. Yeah. And then so funny. Oh, go ahead. No, no. Well, then I'm like, then I just get away with so many things that people are like, the fuck? And it's like, yeah, but I'm not afraid to ask and be like, what can I get away with? Like, hey, can I present it this thing? And then who, you know, sometimes people like don't really know what to do with me. So I'm like, that's great. Cause then they let me do whatever I want. And I'm like, yeah. awesome. <laughs> this benefits me. Right. I love this. I, it's so funny. I realized like, the last, I don't know exactly when it started, maybe this year, maybe a few months ago, but when it comes to breaking certain rules, I, I always find myself asking like, does this rule create more like usefulness and helpfulness or does it hinder? Yeah. So like one rule that I always follow much to like my partner's discontent is speed limits. Because breaking it, you get a ticket. Because breaking it, breaking you get a ticket gets annoying. Also, um, cars moving at even 25 miles an hour are basically murder weapons on four wheels. And (laughs) I, I have been in a couple really bad car accidents Mm. growing up. So like just my experience, like my own frame of reference, my boundaries, I will not break speeding rules. Yeah. I mean, I'll kind of do a California version of it where I'll go 10 miles above, but like my partner will just fucking go like a hundred miles an hour and I won't be having a panic. I need to bring that up at my next RT session now that I'm I was just thinking you should do it. So I'll do that, but I'll never break that rule myself. Yeah. However, we um I have this policy for like rescheduling. So I'm I'm an in-house consultant for a real estate brokerage as well. So and cool. we have a lot of clients. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of clients in that program and we have like a very strict rescheduling policy where yeah. like if they cancel or reschedule within 24 business hours, they have to be charged a fee. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Please. Um, no, because it's a very high level program. Um, the clients who aren't habitual, like offenders for reschedules, I was like, I'll allow a grace. Like I let my intuition talking. Life happens. Like one of my clients, she literally had to be rushed to urgent care because her appendix burst yesterday. I mean, obviously, like she clearly planned it. Yeah, totally. Right. And so like that rule, I'm like, "Mm, no, because that causes (laughs) more harm. That's not useful. Like What's going to be useful is making sure my client main, remains engaged okay. in the program right. and is okay and is healthy as a human. And right. so like, I'm going to say no to it, like any amount of revenue for a rescheduling fee, but like for the right. greater damn good of the client. Literally. That's one of the reasons that I'm like hard to employ because if I don't agree with rules, <laughs> like I'm very Slytherin in that way where I'm like, no. Ooh, me too. I'm like Gryffindor and Slytherin. Yeah. I'm like 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. Are I you too? You probably are. But- Oh, I could say I'm very Slytherin in that way where I'm like, that doesn't mm-hmm. serve me. And so that sounds stupid. <laughs> I'm not going yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where like my out. Gemini gift of gab just gets me out of really tight situations where I'll just like, yeah, that's where I won't speak clearly. And I'll just like, maybe sometimes you start into like, people. <laughs> my yeah. dad is so good at that. He has gotten out of so is many things. One time, God, this is, he's just insane. I'm going to interview him for the podcast and I like cannot wait to do it. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to listen to that one. Oh, he's bananas. So one time he was like driving. So he drives like a maniac. Like he's someone who, thank God, his taxes pay for both sides of the road. Cause he's always using both whenever he drives. Oh my God. When you eventually meet Will, don't ever tell him you said that because then he will always use that as his, like, as his rebuttal. So yeah. 
So my dad, he just doesn't know. I'm sure he knows how he just doesn't want to do it. So he kind of, mm-hmm. he goes over the yellow line often. And so there was this like curvy road in Lakeland where we grew up where like I'm 100% certain he was over the line and he's always driven like a big red truck. So not like a 250, but like the one with the cabinets on it. So like not yeah. a small vehicle. And mm-hmm. my dad is someone who like people think I am body. Let me see what I can get away with. Like that's where you learned it from. He's the master. You're still learning. And he's had 80 years of practice where I've only had like 33. Right. So he's obviously much better. And mm-hmm. like, can't nobody tell him shit. And it's just fabulous to watch. And mm-hmm. sometimes very annoying. But anyway, so he like was, I'm sure, across the line. And he like clipped the mirror of another car. Well, the mirror, the car was white. So like some white paint got in his mirror. He just kept driving. He was like, oh, I don't know what happened. Just kept driving. Whatever. I don't want to deal with it. So the yeah. person, the guy turns around and starts like following him and is like, you clip my mirror, da, 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 da. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. Calls the police. This is a terrible story, but it's very funny. Calls uh-huh. the police. He's like, some crazy man is following me. I don't know. He's threatening me. I'll be at the gas station. I'm coming up there. Meet me there. They said, we'll be there in two minutes. He said, okay, I'll drive around until two minutes. So they come to the, to the gas station. My dad is there. The guy in the white car who, you know, understandably is upset Obviously, because his mirror just got clipped and, you know, had it, it was like damaged. And so the cops are there. So my dad is like cool as a cucumber saying, I don't know why he's mad. He just started following me. He started threatening me. Mm-hmm. Dad. And so this guy is like, fuck you, whatever. So mad screaming. So the cops are like, sir, you cannot do this. And they're like, did you hit his car? And he's like, I can't remember. I have no recollection, which is his favorite thing. If he's talking to the police, I have no yeah. recollection. And couldn't prove anything and he had some white paint on his because uh, my you know because he drives like a maniac sometimes he hits things mm-hmm. and so he had some white paint on his front bumper and he was like look i that that's from the same thing and mm-hmm. so the police were like sir you have to go like you cannot bother this man <laughs> and this poor man was made to leave and my dad was like okay great well i have you know and i have an air conditioner to install whatever he was doing yeah talks himself out of so many things and i'm just like I'm glad that he's not like a dictator mm-hmm. because he could be. Oh yeah. This, this yeah. literally, I, this is how I definitely know Slytherin Scorpio. I feel like those are just synonyms for two of the I same like things. Yeah. That's why like, maybe I, I, I tested Gryffindor and Slytherin. Um, yeah. I always say like the older I get, the more experienced I get, the more like skillful I get. I'm like, I'm so grateful that I have a moral compass. Like I, I have a useful compass. Like I don't like moralistic programming, like control me too much anymore. Now yeah. I've deprogrammed a lot of that. But you have a compass that doesn't want to cause harm. I have a compass that doesn't want to cause harm. I yeah. just want everybody to like, feel good. Remember who they are, yeah. do good, all of that. But like you could if be, I, if I wasn't, yeah. Black hat, oh, yeah. bank heists. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that just sounds ops. really fun. It does. But like, I probably have to murder people and I don't really want to do that. That's not my vibe. Yeah, and you know, I just, I don't want to cause the Gemini in me is like, can we just all be friends? And the Scorpio is like, no. And then the Taurus is like, don't forget to book a massage for us. After your yeah. heist to decompress. After, after your heist to decompress. Cause like I hear bank heists are, are stressful. Yeah. That's funny. That's, that's what goes on in my head. But like humanity is lucky. Mastermind. It would but be. I also like I don't know. It's just like violence is so inherent. And I'm just like, like, I want, I want the energy of catch these hands. I don't actually want anyone to punch me Yeah, because I think it'll hurt. <laughs> like, yeah. I yeah. I don't want that. I've never been in a fight. I don't intend to be in one now. Although I can, mm-hmm. who was I telling you the other day that I was like, if I ever got in a fight, my last words would be like, what are you going to do? Bitch stab me. And then like, 
there I go. <laughs> Make sure that's engraved on your tombstone. Oh, like my last words were sarcastic, true to form. Uh, yes. That's fun. Oh, cute. Mm-hmm. I love this. It is. This has been fun. This has been fun. I'm like, I can't believe I could talk with you for hours. I know. This is great. I miss our group like so much. I was telling Raphael the other day, I was like, I just miss a group of women who I'm like, I have been boozled all of you into thinking that I like belong here, but I'm like, it's Mm -hmm. so expansive and so fun. And I was telling Allie that and she's like, I thought that. And I was like, what do you mean? You're awesome. And she was like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, we all thought it. And I'm like, no, I don't know. Yeah. No, I thought it too. I think we've all, which meant we were in the right place. Yeah. Literally. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yes. What feels like, let me see. We've done, what are you excited about? Mm-hmm. What's something that like, if people don't, if they like forget most of what we talked about, mm. which I hope they don't, cause this was fun. Um, what do you want people to like remember? What do I want them to remember? That's a good question. I would say, remember that everything in your life, everything that you do is an inside job first. Love, intimacy, communication, confidence, peace, all of that's an inside job first. Or on the flip side, turmoil, chaos, drama, inside job. Or all of that. Exactly. All an inside job. Do whatever you got to do. Be your yeah. own inside man. Pull the heist. Unlock the secrets. Unlock the memories. Unlock the triggers. Love bring it. them out into the sunshine. Yeah. I'm a summer baby. So I love like just the visual of like sunshine and vitamin D, just like invigorating you and name it handle it, accept it, love it. And then go be in relationship, then go do a business, then go have a kid, then go do whatever you want. But like, please start with you. Yeah. That's what I want people to remember. Yes. That reminds me of um, the girl, the team and I do supervision every two weeks where like we talk about any concepts that they want some clarity on or to learn how to teach or whatever. And we were talking about how, I think we were talking about a couple that one of the girls has. And she was like, you know, one of the partners just like is not seeing their role in it. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. lots of people don't want to take accountability. So that's, <laughs> there's that. And I was like, remind them that they're co-creating their experience. Not only are we co-creating our experience with the universe, mm-hmm. we are co-creating our relational experience. So I'm like, it's like, people will say it's a two-way street, but that to me doesn't land as accurately is like you are co-creating this it's together it's 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 dynamic right it's dynamic it's not a one way and a one way it's right it's dynamic it's messy it's non-linear like Like, i've never done anything i respect oh yes okay i like that i was like i've never done you say you've never been in a fight you do jujitsu girl what's going on in a fight nobody's punching me (laughs) (laughs) what they're mostly doing is lying on top of me and i'm trying to get out and then i'm fucking mad because i can't (laughs) That's really what jujitsu is like. Me getting slammed around and thrown around and telling people to choke me. And it's real fun. It's actually really fun. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes me so tired. But so, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's kind of like, if anyone's ever done like martial arts or jujitsu, like it's very response, action, response, action, response, action. Like you are co-creating 
like relationships, like our experience of life, just like when people start doing things that are in alignment, they start clearing out the shit. Mm-hmm. Universe hands you more good things. You want to dig yeah. deeper into shit. Universe is going to hand you more shit. Yeah. You got to create space. There, there's no, there's no room Literally. for any, all that debris built up from, and look yeah. like, yes, the, the stories, the beliefs that your parents instilled in you got it. Yeah. You were a child, you were a baby. You Great, didn't awesome. have control You're over that. Handled. Right. But yeah. But once you're an adult, again, you have the ability to choose how you live your life, how you spend your money, who you spend your time with. Like that's where the responsibility comes to clear out all that debris and shit. So it can make room for shit that you actually choose. Yeah. Like why would I, why would I want to shit when I can just clear the water? Right. No, thanks. So much better. So can swim, <laughs> so much you can luxuriate, fun. take a bubble bath. Luxuriate. Is that a word? I like it. Yeah. Well, now it is. Shakespeare would be proud. Thank you. That is such an amazing compliment from the, the copywriter in me. Yeah. I'm like this, the storyteller. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, we do that. But so, <laughs> but jujitsu has been a fun experience of co-creating because, because I'm like this all the time, right? Like whether people meet me for the first time, do you have to go soon? Um, a few more minutes. Yeah. But oh, I can okay. wrap up. Yeah. Um, well, I like this all the time, right? So like they started calling me Prozac at, um, at jujitsu, because the guy, the instructor, he's oh like, you're God. just the happiest person I've ever met. And I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't I be? Like, life is really fun. Yeah. But that's not normal. And I'm like, well, that sucks. I don't want to be normal. I want to be happy. What's normal anyway? Is normal right. just like what we've accepted? Yeah. Like, no, thank like, you. Right. And no, right. thank you. Hard mm-hmm. pass. And so then whenever I get pinned, like, hella hard. And there's some, like, big dudes that will, like. I'm sure. Me. Literally, my my freaking sternum is sore. It's like there, I'm like I'm dying of sternum, and they like crush it, and I'm just like ooh spicy. And he's like, "You are not right," and I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm like way more fun." Yeah, like that's fine. This is the vibe. This is the vibe. Like, do your inner work, and then people will call you Prozac because you'll be happy. Like, it's an inside job. Thanks. Thank you so much. Yes. No, but I like that you. I like that you call it out as a co-creative experience. Literally. You start with yourself, get your mind right, get all that inner shit handled, mm-hmm. and it'll be a much more productive oh co-creative God. experience because it can also be a toxic, destructive co-creative experience. That's literally what I was engaging with from the years of 2016 to 2018. Oh, damn, was I choosing suffering over and, so and over and over again. You know will just make it worse for you so that it makes it more painful so you leave. Like, so eventually you learn shit, the lesson. Literally, and being stubborn about it, the universe is like, well, I'm going to make it more painful. Yep. We're going to escalate like, this. Wow, why am I in so much pain? And it's like, because you're being stubborn about it. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Remove, remove the ego, remove right. the ego, do the inside work. And then life gets better. It's like literally. Mm-hmm. That's the answer. You already have all the answers you need. You just need to like actually ask the right questions of yourself. Oh my God. You have a podcast. Will you tell us how people find you and get you in their ears yes. do the things? Thank you. Yes. So I do have a podcast that I co-host with my amazing podcast partner in crime. It's called Not Nice Clever. Which, by the way, brilliant name. Thank you. I'm like, nobody can say they didn't know what they were getting when they listened to a podcast called Not Nice. Literally. Clever. Clever. Yeah. Clever. So wherever you listen to audio, and then I usually hang out digitally the most on my Instagram. It is at CatToriXO. So come hang out with me, follow me, engage with me. Um, I absolutely love meeting new people. The charming Gemini in me is like, yes, more people, more friends. 
Love it. And um, yeah, and I'll be launching my digital programs. They'll be delivered via private podcast feed. So it'll be the same thing. You can just pop me in your ear. But yeah, I'll be announcing all that on Instagram. You are so cool. Dude, thank you so much. This is so fun. The feeling is mutual. This was so much fun. Okay, love, love you. Thank you so much, Amanda. Love you. Oh.